Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode where we discuss the difference between manipulation and use of energy. This is something that I've been meaning to discuss for a while now because there are times when this seems like kind of a muddy question or concept. So I want to go a bit deeper. So this is just for you to ponder and uh, decide for yourself what's what. And even as I say that, I still feel I'm pretty clear on what manipulation is and that use of energy in a heart-centered way is something totally different. So let's just see how you feel. Now, I, for one, am very familiar with our manipulative tactics, uh, but I, it took me a minute to actually find a definition that I was happy with. The one that I found that I felt was the one I wanted to encompass for the sake of this discussion is manipulation is the control or influence of a person or a situation cleverly, unfairly, unscrupulously. So basically what this means is that the the person who is doing the manipulating has some sort of agenda and they really don't care how they get their agenda to come to fruition. They'll do whatever it takes, including uh, dishonesty. Use of energy, I would encompass or describe as you get more bees with honey. So how I approach this person is probably going to influence how they in return responds to me. So it, and it's also utilizing the universal laws. So of course, we all have some sort of agenda or something that we're trying to do, whether it's big or small, and we're employing whatever skill set we have to do that. So I'm just going to get real with you about one of the main topics where this comes up as a question, and it's around relationships. I read for a lot of women who are still in the place in their lives where there's a partner they have lost, whether it's a real partnership or it's somebody that they're just interested in dating, where it appears that the other person has lost interest and is no longer returning their their texts or their phone calls. And they ask me what they can do to change this. <laughs> so, I mean, you could probably you could probably imagine where this is going. First of all, I'm not a fortune teller though I do practice in divination. I'm not here to make somebody love somebody else. I mean, I'm sure you, you know that if you work with me. So, And I'm also rooted in yoga, yogic science, yogic principles, to where if somebody is not interested in me and is not responding, it actually makes me long for them less, for the most part, unless it's a friend. And then I know that I need to still let them go. I'm not going to try and uh, turn that around because I know it's the way it is for a reason. And I know that I need to be happy without them. So that's the first thing, but that's not the discussion that we're having. Now, just the way that energetic dynamics are set up, if you sense that somebody's reaching for you and constantly putting energy, trying to get in front of you, and you sense that they want your attention, it's our nature to almost be repulsed by that. 
or to be turned off by it. When somebody's reaching and reaching and reaching, it actually makes us, it, it repels us for some reason. That's just the way it is. And even if you're a conscious person, you're going to still have those feelings. Uh, but you would just handle it maybe perhaps kinder than you would if you were unconscious. And talking about ghosting is a whole other that's a whole other podcast thing. I'm actually going to write that down now because that is something that I want to cover at a certain point. But I'm not going to get off track here. So the question I get asked is, how can I make this person come back to me? And you really, uh, you really can't. But one of the suggestions I have given in the past is to let them go. You know, all of a sudden when people let people go, the other person knows they're being let go of. And then I've had more than once, more than twice, several times, I'd be on the phone with somebody doing a healing session trying to release that person from their energy field. And the second that we do that, they get a call or a text chiming in while we're on the phone because they feel that that person's missing or no longer there. And they, they want to renew and hook back in to the energetic connection that they had with them. So you know from your own experience, I'm sure, that there's something to do with are you holding on to people? Are you letting go? Because if they're meant to be in your life, it's really organic and it's effortless and it's something that they really want to do. You don't really want somebody in your life who doesn't really want to be there. You really don't. And if they leave your life and it makes you feel empty and without something that you feel is very valuable to you, it's teaching you how to regroup, how to rebalance, and have a much healthier, more loving relationship with yourself. So if that's if you need to do that, then you can bet that you're going to have that experience because you're just empty and lost, and you think that your happiness is, is because you're in a relationship with somebody else. I want to get back into manipulation in and in its core. Manipulative tactics are always used by uh, narcissistic people, but they're also used by people who are invested in a low sense of self-worth. Now, narcissistic people create this illusion of grandeur because deep, deep down, they feel they are lacking in self-worth. They're just real savvy about the whole thing. And everybody with an ego, every person here in the world does struggle with self-doubt and self-worth. It's an egoic mechanism that's built in. And it's something that we have to all face at some point. But the only reason why we would manipulate is the belief that I'm not good enough to just have the right things come to me. So I need to control and I need to make sure that I get this person on board with my agenda or whatever it is I want them to do, even if it requires dishonesty. So basically what you're doing is you're admitting that you need to overcompensate for what you feel is lacking. A bully, bullying, brute force is also something I'm going to file under the same thing because they learn that if I just push somebody and scare them, they'll do what I want because it's not going to happen if I don't. So it really just shows a lack of a lack of worth, and a lack of trust. And those things might be successful in certain types of people, almost like in Star Wars. It's going to be um, uh, weak-minded. And I'm sorry, but I've fallen under that category almost my whole life where I would just allow myself to be manipulated. And I even knew it was happening because I didn't want to get bullied and abused. And, and you get bullied and abused anyway. So 
obviously you probably know that too. So the practice of use of energy could also be strategy. So for instance, a strategy could be, if I would like this outcome, I'm going to use kindness. I'm going to set intentions. I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I know to do to attempt to get a favorable response. But I am not going to be dishonest in doing that. Because I know that if something doesn't come to me after I do those things, then it's not meant for me. And it's important also, and especially if we know that with relationships. If somebody's the wrong person for you to be with, that is going to really not be fun for you. So I'm always thankful when people, you know, people don't come into my life because I always know that it's a good, it's for a good reason. Another really important point here is that you might be able to fool yourself and you might be able to fool other people. You might be really good at that, but you will never fool divinity. It knows your game. It knows what you're up to and your your time with being successful using manipulative methods uh, will run out and then you'll have to be faced with trying something else. And in regards to what I was talking about, about letting people go, if you want them to come back to you, you still want them to come back. So as long as you want them to come back, you're actually still holding on to them. So letting them go really isn't going to fit in the same sentence if you really are letting them go because you want them back. So manipulation in that way wouldn't work. You're letting them go because they are not showing interest in being around you at this time. And that's something that they're following their heart and that's what they need to do. You know, I've had some experiences where I got roped into people's lives and people's agendas because they were very good at the craft of manipulation. But really in the end, They are pushing away loyal friends and they're pushing away the things that they want most because they have to overcompensate and get on a really low level to try and force and control other people to do things and the truth always comes out. Now very obviously there's basic guidelines to things that we all pretty much understand as far as if you want a certain result that there's certain steps that you need to take. This is not manipulation because you're not hiding anything. You're just taking steps that will work in your favor. So it's a wise use of energy or being strategic. Now there's a divine plan and a divine path for every life of every person. And there's people who are meant to come in and come out at a certain point. Some of them stay longer than others. There's not going to be a whole lot that you can do to change that. I've seen relationships just fizzle out for even no reason like I've spoken about before. So you're not in control. And the whole thing with manipulation is a need to control you know, for, for various reasons. You don't have to be a narcissist to have control issues. You just have to be traumatized. And as you probably know, there are many shades of gray. There's people who just feel scared and unsafe and helpless. And perhaps it's a behavior that they've learned from family, friends, or society but it is definitely something that with these changing times, we're really not going to continue to get away with that stuff. It's going to be real transparent. People are becoming more sensitive to the honesty and and integrity of other people. And if they're sensing that you're phony baloney for any reason, you know, there's no, there's nothing in it for you. And, And it's not something that will manifest. Nobody wants that. Another little point to this is that life really wants the best for us. It doesn't mean that we won't go through hardship, some some terrible things, but it all shapes us into the best possible versions of ourselves and that life 
in a lot of ways will continue to get better. Just if you have some some issues around lack of confidence or lack of self-worth, you're going to be tempted to manipulate others. And what I'm seeing right now is it's backfiring a lot quicker than what it used to. And then it's when somebody is so invested in those types of tactics and it backfires on them, it hits hard. And then you feel even less powerless and less in control. And then you just have a meltdown. But you need to, for those of you who might be experiencing this, you need to have the meltdown because it is a false perception and it is a false set of skills that's actually sabotaging uh, the true happiness, true friendship, and the true love that you're really craving. So to answer your question, how can I make them come back to me? You can't, and nor should you try. And why would you want to? You know, when I lose people, I mourn the loss of them, and some of them hurt more than others. But really, I've come to accept that that's a healthy, somewhat normal part of life, that you're going to lose some friends, you're going to lose some loves, and you're going to lose some people. You stay real about your feelings, you feel them, you get over it, you will get over it, and then you welcome in and get excited about new possibilities. The other tendency, by the way, that I'm seeing with people, and it's a human tendency, is that all of a sudden this person's so much more amazing after they've left. It's almost like when some people pass away, we just can't see any of the negativity anymore, you know, which is understandable. I'm not, I'm not criticizing that. But we tend to put on these rose-colored glasses and make the good so good and just forget about the bad, which is nice. But it's not really something that's going to help you. You need to honestly look at the relationship, relationship and say, in divine mind, why would this relationship end? What was unhealthy about it? Where was it holding either one of us back? Because you don't want to be holding anyone else back. You don't want them holding you back. So there had to have been some good reason for this person's departure in your life. A lot of times that's what the kind of stuff I love to do is to help people see the dynamics clearly so they can really see the truth about why the relationship didn't work. And oftentimes I show them a whole laundry list of things of why the relationship didn't work. And they agree that it all was true, but they just feel so at at a loss for the love part of it. So I guarantee you that you can find love. And in the meantime, please set some nice deep intentions that you realize your worth and you realize that there's nothing you can do to manipulate life to go your way. But you can use your energy in a way that's strategic as long as you're coming from your heart, making the right decisions for yourself and that nobody leaves your life unless they are meant to. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I want you to Join me next time when I discuss the reason why your tarot cards sometimes lie. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time.